Um, and when you get to page four, you'll see a big number two on the Bible. You want to find that big number two. And if you work down from the big one, there's a little number two. And we're going to read from verse two to three. How short is that? And we're going to read it together. Um, so maybe you want to have a little look over it. If there's any words that you might stumble on, have a little look. Um, and then we're going we're gonna to read this bit from the Bible together. So are you all ready? Oh, are you all ready? <laughs> Yay! Okay, let's go. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. I'm just going to pray for Kai as he comes to talk about those verses. You might want to keep it open by your side. So dear God, thank you for the Bible and thank you for what it tells us about you and your goodness. And I pray you'd help us to understand it. Amen. Good morning, lovely people. Are we all right today? We're all living the dream, aren't we? Um, you know, we're loving the weather. It's a glorious day to think about having an holiday, isn't it? Well, it is for me because I'm off as of, well, about midday today. So my holidays begin then. But you know what? We worship an awesome God. Everyone would agree with that? And I'll tell you one of the million reasons and beyond why it is that we worship an awesome God. And that is the older I've got, the more I realize how true God's word is. And how God doesn't waste anything. We read in Romans chapter 8 verse 28 how God works everything for good. And all the experiences that we gather can sometimes come full circle to help us where we are right now. And in the last few years, I have really learned this over and over again. So, I'll tell you a little personal story about me. And that is, when I was a later teenager, I decided what I wanted to do with my life. And believe it or not, I didn't want to be a vicar. What I really, really wanted to do was work in the holiday industry. I wanted to work in tourism. And I always wanted to work in a place where the idea was you made people happy and you gave people good memories. And so I worked away to go to university to study tourism. And I went to university and I did my degree in leisure and tourism management. And I desperately did it because, well, that was where I wanted to work. Could have worked anywhere in the world, travelled anywhere. This is what I wanted to do. And then I graduated and got a job at Merthyr Council. <laughs> and in Merthyr Council, I worked to begin with in the personnel department which had nothing to do with tourism. Then I worked in the trade and standards department, which was very interesting, but had nothing to do with tourism. Then I went to work in the Welsh Assembly, where once again, I had very little to do with tourism. And then I became a vicar in a valley's kind of parish, which, believe it or not, not that many people went on holiday to. But then I came to Aberystwyth. 
Thank you. Yeah. Big, big love for the arbor today. Um, <laughs> I came to this holiday town, a place where the tourism industry is dominated everywhere. And I became the vicar of a church which is on TripAdvisor's number 14 things to do in Arboristwith. That's right, we are a tourist attraction. Oh yeah, and if you come currently in the summers on a Saturday, there's a lovely team of people who will welcome you, show you around and give you a leaflet on the church. And I say this because recently, thinking about that, thinking about here, thinking about the local community, I've been thinking all the time about what I did 20 plus years ago when I studied for my degree in tourism management. And it is such a funny thing because now God has taken all those memories and is allowing me to use them right now. And in this last week, I was thinking quite a lot about my very first lecture I had when I was in university. I rocked up to Cardiff when I was 18 years old. I had a pair of white trousers on and a white fleece looking a bit like a sheep. And I went along to this lecture theatre. And the lecture began at five o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday, which is mind-blowing anyway. I'd never done anything past three o'clock in my life before. And I sat in a proper lecture theatre thinking I was the bee's knees and I got the keys to the executive toilet. I had my notepad, I had the dictaphone, what my mum gave me, and I listened to my first university lecture. And what I can remember was, this lecture was on the history of tourism, the history of holidays, and the lecturer explained the meaning of the word holiday. And he may know this already, but the word holiday is taken from two words, so it was ahead of me, holy day. And the idea was, back in the day, these holy days were the only real days that people had off. Now we still have some holy days off right now. Christmas Day is a good example, very holy day, we take the day off. Good Friday, another holy day, most of us will take the day off. And throughout the church year, there are lots and lots of these other holy days, which perhaps we don't take the day off for anymore because we have other holidays that we go on. But I love this thought that originally people took time off for holiness. People took time off to do holy things. And on these holy days, people did a number of things. To begin with, they took the time to worship God. They would go to church. They would hear of God's word. They might sing some hymns. They might receive communion. But they would mark the Lord and remember him and his goodness. Secondly, they would take time to rest. And thirdly, and this is the bit we sometimes miss as well, they would look to enjoy themselves. They would look to take time to have fun. They would look to really take joy in the good things that God gave to them. Think about Christmas, the ultimate holy day. How many of us want to enjoy Christmas? It is meant to be enjoyed. It is meant for doing the things that we want to do. It is meant for laughter. It is meant for eating good food. It is meant for having lots and lots of fun. And rest is like that. Holidays can be like that. 
They are meant for fun. They are meant for rest. And they are a gift that is given to us by God. And a gift that is given to us through creation. We read together that very famous verse of the Bible after we hear about how God created the world and how on the seventh day he rested. And as he rested, he gave us the instruction to rest as well. Rest is a really important thing to do. Having holidays are a really important thing to do. Having holy days are a really important thing to do. But sometimes we can mess it up as well. And we can think that everything is meant for seriousness. But when God made creation, he also said, here's creation, enjoy it. Look after it, tend it well, but enjoy the good things that you are given. Enjoy the amazing stuff of creation. Enjoy the fruits of the harvest. Enjoy the gifts that come from the field. Enjoy what is there to be seen. You know, not long after we came to Arbor, it was a winter's evening, and I remember driving down to church on a Sunday evening, and I saw this incredible sunset. And I did something I have never done in my life before, and that was I stopped the car, got out, and just looked at it and took a photo. And I'm not that way inclined normally, but I was just so amazed because God is the greatest artist of all. And here he was, given this gift of creation to be enjoyed. And so many people just at the prom, they were looking out at this same sight, enjoying the gift of creation, enjoying the goodness that God gave and taking joy in it all. The joy that is the gift of God. The joy that comes from him. Holidays are a good thing. It is important for us to rest. It is important for us to worship the Lord. And it's important for us to have a lot of fun and enjoy it all as well. And there's one more thing that is absolutely amazing about holidays. In Genesis, God rested on the seventh day. And throughout the Old Testament period, God's people would rest at the end of the week. They would get to six days, be exhausted, and have a rest on the seventh day. But Jesus rose on the first day of the week. And now the first day of the week is our rest day. For us, today is the first day of the week. And it's like God is saying to us, do all the good things you do out of your rest do all the good things that you do through resting in him. Do all the things that you will do in the week by acknowledging his holiness first. By taking the time to relax in whatever way you want to. By having fun. By enjoying creation. We don't go out on our own strength. We go out in God's strength. And we go out because we mark the beginning of every week with a holiday. With a holy day. With a day of rest. Holidays are an amazing thing. We give thanks to God for the gift that he gives to us. We give thanks that he works all things for good. And we remember that the best memories we have, the best joy we have, comes from him and him alone. 
I may have wanted to work in tourism because that's where I saw true joy was. But true joy comes from the Lord and he is with us now and we praise his name. Amen.